the explosive new film, Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost, exposes secrets behind the government's takedown of General Michael Flynn. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. He told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. They had to get rid of Flynn. Flynn, Deliver the Truth, Whatever the Cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to SalemNow.com. SalemNow.com. The Patriot, WWTC, Minneapolis, St. Paul, FM 107.5, K298CO, Minneapolis. With SRN News, I'm Jason Walker. United States voicing concern over Russia's continued aggression against Ukraine. White House correspondent Greg Cluxton reports. There's been a buildup of Russian troops near Ukraine, and the White House has taken notice. We call for an immediate restoration of the July 2020 ceasefire, and we stand with our partner Ukraine and condemn Russian aggression against Ukraine in all forms. In recent days, Secretary of State Blinken assured the Ukrainian foreign minister that the U.S. commitment to Ukraine's security and territorial integrity is ironclad. The Kremlin has dismissed Western media reports that Moscow has intentions to invade Ukraine. Greg Clugston, Washington. Researchers uncovering the names of 102 Native American students who died at a federally operated boarding school in Nebraska. So far, no graves have been found. This is SRN News. Hey, it's Mike Gallagher. AM 1280 The Patriot is one of the great radio stations in America. I'm proud and thankful to be broadcasting on this station because 1280 The Patriot is composed of truly terrific people. Whenever I visit the Twin Cities, it's an added bonus to meet the people at this great station. You're too kind. We make a great team. Thanks for sticking with us through the last 20. Here's to 20 more. AM 1280 The Patriot. The second hour of the Closer edition of the Northern Alliance Radio Network is next here in the Patriot. Just after 2 o'clock on a Sunday, we've got the headliner in for the Closer today. That's Mitch Berg. He is in for Brad Carlson. We'll get back to the program in just a moment. The Stand With Israel Tour is back for 2022. That's the Stand With Israel Tour. It's Gorka, it's you, and it's Dinesh D'Souza in the Holy Land. And you can sign up right now at am1280thepatriot.com for the 2022 Stand With Israel Tour. The forecast calls for mostly cloudy skies. We could see snow this evening down to 25 overnight. Portions of this program may have been pre-recorded. Stand by for the Northern Alliance Radio Network and go launch sequence. Engineering, go flight. Master control, go flight. Studio engineer, go flight. We are go for launch in T minus three, two, one. We have liftoff. The Northern Alliance Radio Network is on the air. Live and local from the AM 1280 The Patriot Studios in Egan, here is the closer, Brad Carlson. Close, but no cigar. My name Mitch Berg, my blog shotinthedark.info. My normal title, not Thunder, in fact the headliner. I'm in today, Brad Carlson's off on assignment today. As I was yesterday. Kind of see how that works here. <laughs> anyway, I'm here in today for Brad. Enjoying the heck out of seeing how the other half lives on weekends here. It's, uh, it's, it's always, of course, I am Mitch Berg, the headliner. Normally heard Saturdays from 1 to 3 on AM 1280, The Patriot. Along with Brad Dad Carlson, Sundays, 1 to 3. 
Jack Tomzak, 3 to 5 every Saturday on AM 12A, The Patriot. And, of course, King Banyan, one of the charter members of the Narn, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11, on our sister, uh, sister station, AM 1440, The Businessman, together with the Northern Alliance Radio Network, uh, currently on our eight, going on 18 years of dominating Twin Cities, Cities weekend media, as this station celebrates 20 years as a conservative talk station. And I point this out for all of you radio trivia geeks out there. As this station careens towards its, I kid you not, 100th anniversary on the air. That's right, 1925 was when uh, the 1280 license was first issued by what became the FCC. And we have been on the air more or less continuously ever since because radio was just so darn fun. You could do it for 100 years and never get tired of it. I mean, I've been doing this for almost 18. Am I tired of it? No. No ways weary. No ways tired. The worst day on the air. Still, in many ways, but on the best day off it because there's so much material out there. This past week, we talked the first hour about the Rittenhouse trial and how the media... A, lies about it. B, it really isn't trying to talk about the case itself so much as it is about the templates that it is imposing on it. And really, all sides are imposing their templates on it. I mean, smart America, quote, smart America, end quote, and end quote, just America are turning it into a social justice story or a bitter gun-clinging Jesus freak story. And, of course, the good guys, the real America side, you know, your Donald Trump crowd and your free America site, all of us Reaganites, are a lot of them are turning Kyle Rittenhouse into a freedom fighter. And the truth is somewhere in between, and the facts of the trial are pretty darn mundane. Did he really co- commit two homicides in self defense? That's really all it's about. Except there is a larger issue, which the media aren't touching on here, and I think is by far and away. The most important issue in this case, and maybe the most important issue facing America today. And it started off with a story that came out November 8th, uh, a week ago last Friday. A week ago last Friday? Maybe a week ago Monday. Actually, this past Monday. Silly silly me. Sorry. Uh, The White House told businesses to forget about that silly court case and just keep going on with the vaccine mandate anyway. I mean, they can't, by law impose it uh, as the executive branch in and of itself. It, it exceeds government's statutory and moral authority. But the Biden administration said, well, okay, we lost. Uh, by the way, a court, I believe it was the Fifth Circuit, affirmed that, said, yeah, no, you don't actually have the power to tell businesses to make health care decisions for employees by executive fiat. You can't do that. Uh, That's not one of the powers that are reserved to the federal executive branch. And the White White House said, as it has come to do more and more often, not only during the Biden administration, but frankly, during the Obama administration, and yeah, even once or twice during the the, uh, Trump administration, said, yeah, ignore the courts and do what we told you, which is a drastic, drastic violation of the separation of powers that this government that this one of the the bedrocks of american freedom of american liberty is the separation of powers the idea that no branch of government has absolute power over much of anything which frustrates progressives because of course 
they think the purpose of government is to, and I quote, get stuff done. It's not. At least not in a free society. The, the purpose of government in a free society is to be gridlocked, to be bogged down, to not be able to get stuff done because of pesky checks and balances so that only the stuff that really, really matters gets done. And of course, to a great extent, that that, that cow left the barn over 100 years ago, almost 110 years ago, with the rise of progressives. Uh, Woodrow Wilson, the most cancerous example, but Teddy Roosevelt before him, frankly, I, I mean, he's an American hero, but his, quote, progressive, end quote, reforms were the beginning of a huge, drastic erosion of federalism and American freedom never really bounced back. I mean, Woodrow Wilson and Teddy Roosevelt before him gave us the income tax, something we never had before, or something no more than a fraction of a percent of all Americans had had before 1913. Now it dominates American economic life in many, at least for people who aren't in the 1%, it dominates American economic life. It is the one of the most epic, intrusions on freedom that that we had early the first one of many that are becoming commonplace these days to the point where you have the white house today saying go ahead businesses uh, just go ahead with this un- illegal and legally enjoined mandate that <laughs> violates separation of powers and individual rights and 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 the place of government wholesale And the reason for this is that the administration has no respect for the rule of law. And Barack Obama had no respect for the rule of law. Donald Trump certainly evidenced a willingness to walk all over the rule of law, but did it rather less than the others. That's certainly worth discussing. But progressives, the left, has shown that they have a profound contempt for the rule of law when it does not suit them. Oh, a lot of them became staunch defenders of the rule of law when uh, some Trump supporters were obliging enough to stage a riot on January 6th, but that's about as far as it goes. But progressive respect for the rule of law is becoming a problem. It's here in Minnesota, too. This past week, People filing Freedom of Information Act and Data Practices Act requests. Federal um, Freedom of Information is a federal law requiring that, that people should be able to get at government data, including communications between government officials regarding issues that are of public importance or really about anything. Everything that happens in government is supposed to be accessible to the people, people who expend the effort to get it. It's considerable effort in some cases. Uh, in the state of Minnesota, the uh, it's called data practice. I believe the data practices act um, and people filing these requests here in the state of Minnesota over the past few years have noticed that governor Waltz seems to leave a really light state deck, uh, state documented electronic trail. He doesn't leave a lot of communications out there on the uh, communications that you one on which one would expect to find the governor well, communicating the, the state email, the governor's email account, quite frankly. Now, it's possible, you one might think, that Tim Waltz could be just a, a tad old-fashioned. 
Maybe he just doesn't like email. I mean, we all know people like that, although my 85-year-old father emails just fine. And nonetheless, that could be, maybe. Or maybe he's like Polly Cicero in the movie Goodfellas, uh, Paul Sorvino's uh, epic character of a uh, Long Island mob boss in the 1950s through 1980s. Maybe he just never does business electronically. He steps across the street to talk on a cell phone instead of using his own. Maybe it's one of those things. Well, no, it's not. Uh, an organization called Public Record Media uh, pointed uh, noted this past week in a long series of tweets. I'll quote the uh, the cutting of to the chase. In May, this by the way came out on Wednesday. In May, we were provided information by a source, and the claim to made uh, they made to us was that the governor uses a secondary state email address for correspondence, and the. The thing about data practices requests in the state of Minnesota is the state will cough up exactly what you ask for in a data practices request. I mean, if you put in a data practices request that says, I would like all information between Senator Benson and the Department of Human Services, and you really meant Jensen, You'll get Benson, not Jensen. If you say that you wanted all references to tomato in official communications between human services and Department of Commerce, and it was actually about tomato, you'll get tomato and not tomato. That's a little satirical. But if you ask for governor at minnesota.com communications, or governor.tim.waltz at uh, state.minnesota, or whatever his official email address, the analogous, uh, the one that was analogous to the email addresses that uh, Mark Dayton and Tim Pawlenty and, uh, and, and the likes have had since the dawn of email. And that pretty much takes us back to when governors started using, I guess Arnie Carlson probably had an email address. Before that, I find it highly doubtful that Rudy Purbich did. Anyway. The governor has an official email address, and if you ask for the governor's emails, emails at the official governor's email address, you will get that those emails. You will get for governor.tim.waltz at state.mn.us or whatever it was. But if there's a secondary email address, governor.tim.waltz2 at state.mn, that won't come back. You'll get nothing from the if all you will get nothing from that email address because you didn't ask for it. And so the governor has apparently been carrying on his communications more or less like an electronic poly Cicero through an illegal or deeply unethical and or deeply unethical back channel. Now why would he do that? Well, because information is privilege. And privilege is power. But the rule of law is supposed to be above all of that. And it would seem that the governor has been violating that rule. Why this matters, how it ties into Rittenhouse, we'll get back to that. Northern Alliance Radio Network, AM 1280, The Patriot. Side deals, secret promises, he's always got an agenda.
salmon fishing in Alaska, at an amusement park in Green Bay, or taking a stroll through Loring Park. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280 The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Unless you've visited our studios, you probably haven't seen how clean they are. But I assure you, you can hear it. Hey, I'm Trevor Kay, checking in on behalf of Forever Cleaning. Tasha and the team at Forever Cleaning are a big part of why we sound so fantastic on air. I mean, have you ever heard a dusty mic? Not here you haven't. It sounds something like this. No good, right? But Forever Cleaning's attention to detail goes beyond the studios and this microphone. Our break room is clean and inviting, the office areas are orderly and organized, and the bathrooms are always spotless. If you need Forever Cleaning's expert care in your office or store, or you just want to make certain your mic sounds as good as mine, well then reach out to Tasha and her expert team today at forevercleaning.com. That's forevercleaning.com to schedule your free walkthrough and quote. Forevercleaning.com. That's the number four, E-V-R-Cleaning.com. Remember, Forever Cleaning is so thorough, you'll wonder if your mom snuck in overnight and cleaned. Hello, Mrs. Koontz. It's the back left tire of your RV calling. Wanted to give you a heads up that I'm going to blow out on the highway later today. Wait, what? It says here I'm going to burst in the middle of rush hour. Well, can we reschedule? Sorry, our policy states that once we're scheduled to burst, we have to. We really pride ourselves on our commitment to blowouts. RV owners can't schedule when things go wrong on the road. That's why there's Progressive, a leader in RV insurance. Do you want a text confirmation when I burst? Uh, think I'll notice. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Salem Surround partners with your business to deliver custom digital marketing solutions. Surround your target audience wherever they engage, search, surf, socialize, or review to keep your business top of mind. Learn more at minneapolis.salemsurround.com. The Patriot Freedom Fan Club and New American Funding want to pay your mortgage next year. This is Tom Matiney from New American Funding, and I'm excited to be the sponsor of the Christmas Mortgage Miracle Contest. If you win, we'll pay your mortgage or rent for all of next year. That's extra money to take your family on vacation, put in a pool, or to help a friend in need. Enter once a day from now through December 20th at am1280thepatriot.com. The Christmas Mortgage Miracle from the Patriot Freedom Fan Club and me, Tom Matiney, at New American Funding. Your feet will stay warm in the cooler weather with insulated waterproof boots from Chet's Shoes. Chet's takes the time to measure your feet and make sure you have the right boots for whatever you're doing. Whether you need safety or regular toe styles, the friendly specialists at Chet's Shoes know what will work for you. Shop a local 70-year family-owned store. Visit their Spring Lake Park location or online at Chet'sShoes.com. Remember, Chet's mobile shoe service can bring the store to you. If the shoe fits, you've been to Chet's. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson. Hey, we have tallied your first round of votes, and we've got quite the list of finalists for our Culture Warrior of the Year. A true culture warrior, by the way, is someone who's gone above and beyond the call of civic duty to affect our culture and country in a positive way, and while simultaneously battling resistance in defending our conservative values, really, our American values. Uh, The finalists... Perhaps not surprising, and yet a few surprises, maybe a few surprising omissions. Uh, let's go, go through the finalists right now. Ron DeSantis, obviously governor of Florida, and someone who has certainly uh, walked the walk this past two years. Uh, Mike Lindell, the founder of MyPillow. Glenn Youngkin, the newly uh, elected governor of Virginia. Oh, yeah, he qualifies. Jason Whitlock, a columnist, podcaster, and TV host. Carl Jackson, 
the columnist and talk show host, most famous for filling in for uh, the elder, uh, Larry Elder, the, the sage, this past couple of months while he ran, not quite successfully, to uh, replace Gavin Newsom. Molly Hemingway, author, columnist, and political commentator. I will point out, by the way, Brad Carlson, Jack Tomczak, and myself were not eligible. I think we'd have all qualified just fine. I'm also a little surprised to see that Gina Carano's not on the list. Anyway, we'll we'll get that sorted later. Anyway, uh, you can cast your vote today for one of the finalists at am1280thepatriot.com as we get out there to award and reward the Culture Warrior of the Year. Uh, that's uh, through the rest of this month here. Get out there and vote on the daily. It's definitely worth it. So uh, in the first segment, we talked about uh, the president and his administration telling businesses, yeah, you know, don't worry about that silly court uh, telling us that we had no business in uh, calling for a vaccine mandate. Just do it anyway, because we're the boss. And we have Governor Waltz doing something very similar in his own way, uh, saying that he's going to slip around the, the back of data practices requests and the data practices act requirements that government be transparent to people who want to know what government is doing and what they're saying by coming up with a secondary email address. Now, what does this matter? Well, it means that significant parts of our government are defying the rules. In other words, defying the rule of law. Now, why does this matter? Well, the rule of law is important, partly because a free society needs to be a society that is governed by rules, not people. Because people are mercurial. People bring their passions to uh, policy. People bring their, as we've seen uh, over the last uh, 13 years, people bring their passions to how they practice government. God knows Barack Obama did. Certainly Donald Trump was far from above it. And Joe Biden, well, I don't know if you could say he brings passions. He brings a solid agenda brought by a group of people to office. Because God knows that Joe Biden has no real control of what he's doing uh, or, or much of anything else it would seem. Uh, we'll, we'll stay above that particular fracas. Anyway, the, and this is a huge problem for a society that would, would, would try to remain free, to be and remain a free society. Because this is, this is an important concept here, folks, that we need to be aware of. Government exists for a lot of reasons, but it has one reason that is genuinely, unambiguously moral, and that is to preserve order. And by order, we mean the, the law and order in this case. The idea that if you that the things if you grow a crop and you try to bring it to market, the idea that that crop won't be stolen from you on your way to the market or that the money you make at the market selling your crop won't be stolen from you on the way back home. Because if you don't have that assurance that your labor isn't going to be stolen from you, whether that labor is your paycheck after you've cashed it at the East Lake Street Cub, or the business you have built isn't going to get stolen, destroyed, misappropriated from you by someone, if you don't have that assurance, you're not going to produce the goods that the public needs to maintain a society. That's what order is about. And libertarians, will I'll meet you halfway. A lot of order can be spontaneous. It can be a mutual agreement among people in each other's best interest. In fact, most of the time, it can be and is. 
but not always. Crime, <laughs> crime exists. People with the will to power exist. We'll come back to that. So order, preserving order. And by the way, it's not just against street crime. Uh, enforcing contracts. If you sign a contract and are not relatively certain that its provisions will be enforced, say you rent out a piece of property, you sign a lease, which is a contract, and you discover that that lease cannot be enforced, that your tenants have free reign to do whatever they want because nobody's going to enforce the terms of the lease, the contract, on them, you have no incentive to rent out property, to rent out the property you own. Maintaining order, whether it's contractual order or social contractual order, stop robbing people, is an important one of the few, not only is it important, it is, is the only non-ambiguous role of government that exists, protecting order from enemies from without and from within, invaders or criminals. I mean, that's Those are government's only real unambiguous jobs. And if it doesn't do that, then free, then economic life, prosperity is impossible if you don't have the reasonable belief that the economic activity you carry out will benefit you because it's going to get stolen, then there's no reason to participate in the economy. Everyone becomes a a, a subsistence level farmer at that point. Look at Haiti today. That's what's happened. There is no rule of law. Ergo, there's no economy. There's no incentive to participate in it because the gangs will take it. So without Rule of law without order, freedom is impossible. Prosperity is impossible. Without prosperity, freedom is irrelevant. You can be as free as you want, but if you're a subsistence farmer working from sunup till sundown every day and hoping you survive through the winter without a famine, then the rights of man are fairly irrelevant. You're just trying to survive. And by the way, if you have order without freedom, then that's just tyranny. Order without freedom is tyranny, and there needs to there needs to be in a free society a tension between those three things: order, prosperity, and freedom. That's what makes a free society a healthy battle between the three. And when you erode the rule of law, you erode the order. If you assume government is the biggest criminal, uh, then you then you have more incentive not to participate in the economy or when you assume that government will not sustain order well then there's a problem can you see what happened you see this happen here you you saw what happened in kenosha the shop owners of kenosha realized that government wasn't even going to try to protect their property from the fiery but mostly peaceful protest that was a legitimate headline fiery but mostly peaceful protest that gobbled up dozens of businesses in Kenosha, shut the city down for a week. You don't even have to go to Kenosha. We saw what happened in, in Minneapolis and St. Paul when government abdicated its role. Actually, we see the contrast. In St. Paul, for all of its faults, government did not abdicate its role, at least one part of government. The city council, useless. Mayor Carter, useless. Police Chief Todd Axtile, Axel, useful. After one day where the St. Paul Police Department got behind in the count, 
There was looting. There was burning. Burlings got torched up, up and down University Avenue. The uh, uh, University Avenue Target got ransacked right across from a police station where the police did, in fact, respond, did bust a few heads, did clean Target out, or at least clean the rioters out of Target. University Avenue, and for that matter, my <laughs> Snelling Avenue, three blocks from my house, suffered terribly. But they suffered for one day because government in St. Paul at least the police department, did its job and made it clear it was going to do its job. Minneapolis, another story. Better part of a week of the tyranny of the mob descended on East Lake Street and other parts of Minneapolis as government abdicated its role in upholding the order that is necessary for the prosperity that is necessary for freedom. And it showed. It showed because you had you had people doing in Minneapolis what Kyle Rittenhouse was doing in Kenosha, bringing their guns out, trying to deter uh, people from rioting, from destroying the property that they owned, realizing that government wasn't going to do it for them. We had that in St. Paul, by the way, a, a restaurant run by immigrants. I won't name them because the Karens are everywhere. Uh, had some of its staff up on the roof, visibly armed. The St. Paul police said, probably not legal. I understand it, guys. Probably not legally advisable. Probably best to stay in the building and make sure that your lives are protected, at which point self-defense becomes legal. But they did their job. They deterred the violence. By the way, when I go to this particular immigrant restaurant, I still leave 40% tips in thanks for that particular act. And I always will. But uh, at St. Paul, they, they, the police preserved order after getting way behind on the count, quite frankly. But, uh, but they kept the rioters from crossing back into Minneapolis on the, on the third day of the riots. And for that, we thank them. Uh, Minneapolis, quite the opposite. And you saw what happened. When order breaks down, people will try to enforce it for themselves. And exactly what that means could be seen as a, the real narrative we need to focus on. Northern Alliance, AM 12A, The Patriot. Be right back. Well, I moved into the house in uh, the summer of 2018, and the siding was terrible. Hi, I'm Dave from Matamidai. I got a hold of JTR through friends. It almost looked like uh, a giraffe. There were dark stains where the water had saturated the old paint that was on it, but there were other things that needed addressing, and uh, there were a multitude of things from putting doors in and railings and, and doing some electrical and things like that, all of which JTR gladly folded into the contract and took care of for me. It was an amazing transformation. In fact, my brother-in-law, who had visited before we had the siding done, when he came back about a month after it had been done, he stopped out in front of the house and called me and said, what's your address again? Because he couldn't believe the difference. Contact JTR Roofing now for your siding, roofing, and window needs. 
This is Sebastian Gorka, and I want to invite you to join me for a powerful travel opportunity that will likely become the highlight of your year. I'm headed to Israel in November 2022 for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour of the key sites and best places meant to give you an unprecedented view of a world you've likely only read or heard about. Together, we'll uncover key geopolitical insights as we unpack Israel's significance on the world stage. You'll return home empowered by the experience. If you've ever dreamt of visiting Israel, this is your opportunity. Come with me in 2022. For more information, call 855-565-5519 or book online at Stand with israeltour.com 855-565-5519 or stand with israeltour.com warning 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 once you taste the rack shacks patriot burger other burgers will never measure up hey i'm nick anderson general manager of am 1280 the patriot and we've partnered with my friend keith hitner senior from the rack shack barbecue to create a burger worthy of the Patriot name. It's a half-pound burger that's red, white, and blue through and through. American cheese on top, and the American flag proudly waves over the bun. The Patriot Burger comes with your choice of any of our delectable sides, like our famous hand-cut fries, all just for $12.80. Best burger in town as far as I'm concerned, and it's $12.80 anytime, any day. Try today at the Rack Shack Barbecue at the Cedar Cliff Center at Nichols and Cliff in Egan. Be careful. Once you try a Patriot Burger, you may never go back to a regular burger. That's the Rack Shack Barbecue at RackShackBarbecue.com. Get that Rack Shack attack, Rack Shack Barbecue, yeah. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488, the Northern Motor Call. Join us, won't you please? Uh, for an evening of discussion and debate moderated by Hugh Hewitt, it's the Minnesota Leadership Forum, brought to you by... The legend lives on from the Chippewa No, not, not by the legend. It's actually a fact. Brought to you by the Patriot and the Minnesota Family Council with support from the Morris Law Group. Join us at Providence Academy in Plymouth, Wednesday, December 15th, as we highlight the issues that matter most to pro-life, pro-family, and pro-freedom voters. You'll hear from Senator Michelle Benson, Dr. Scott Jensen, uh... We need a candidate named Henson in the race, but no, just Paul Gazelka, actually, Senator Paul Gazelka, and Dr. Neil Shaw will be joining us. By the way, there will be a, a straw poll, and we will also uh, have a pre- and post-game wrap-up uh, with myself, Brad Carlson, and Jack Tomzak. Anyway, uh, Northern Alliance Radio, Radio Network, AM 12, the Patriot. By the way, this past week, the 45th anniversary of the eponymous event of this song, the Wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald by Gordon Lightfoot. And uh, the date, the 10th of November, uh, appropriately uh, had another Witch of November, Gales on Lake Superior, as if they knew the, <laughs> as if the weather knew the anniversary was happening. Yeah, 12 to 16 foot waves on the lake and howling north wind. It, it was not hard. And rain pouring. It was, as I was driving to the office, as I do a couple days a week these days, it was hard not to find the parallels out in rush hour with the wreck of the Edmund Fitzgerald. Anyway, 651-289-4488, the number to call. Now, the rule of law, if the government isn't following the rule of law, isn't subjecting itself to the rule of law to which it subjects all of us, that is a fundamental injustice. And we saw examples of that this past week 
at the federal level with uh, the with uh, President Biden and his administration telling uh, businesses, go ahead, carry on with the vaccine mandate, even though it's been struck down in court for now. Go ahead. We're above the law. And you saw that with Governor Waltz, one of many such episodes where uh, the Waltz administration has put itself above the law. I mean, the the secondary email address to bypass Data Practices Act requirements, that's uh, that's that's a small but important violation of the rule of law. That's nothing new to the Waltz administration. You remember last year when uh, Lieutenant Governor Peggy Flanagan made her as a someone who's designated as a Native American, made her displeasure, her historically faulty, by the way, displeasure with uh, the statue of Christopher Columbus on the Capitol uh, Mall known. And a, a group of activists came out and destroyed that statue, pulled it over uh, and received a not even a slap on the wrist for it. I mean, it was one of the most epic uh, examples of, of injustice I've seen. If if one of us were to go out and pull down the statue of the, the Scandinavian socialists out on the front lawn of the Capitol, we'd be in jail. We would be put in jail. This would be destruction of state property. The, the person who confessed to pulling down the statue was sentenced to go out to schools and talk about the injustices Native had faced. In other words, he was sentenced to do exactly what he was doing in the first place. And the people who defended their property in Minneapolis at a time when the city to whom they pay taxes for that privilege, uh, who tried to defend it against the wishes of the city, they're the ones suffering today. While the rioters were treated up until the very last possible moment like honored guests. And, And... the, riot, the riots may have been a step too far as far as Jacob Fry's uh, hospitality, but there were episode after episode before that. I, I refer your attention to the October 2020 Trump rally, actually 2019 Trump rally in Minneapolis, where Jacob Fry essentially told the police to stand down and warned Trump supporters, hey, we may not be able to protect you from the mob. Or the March 4th, 2017 episode where, quote, anti, end quote, fa, quote, protesters, end quote, including the son of Hillary Clinton's vice presidential candidate, attacked a, ma- a group of Republicans in the rotunda at the Capitol, injuring a couple. And the official powers that be in this state didn't even bother slapping them on the wrists. So... The, the rule of law in this state pretty much depends on who you are. If you're a property owner, a business person, a conservative, a traditional American, the rule of law is very real and very much aimed at you. Whereas if you are, I don't know, an anti-fa, a BLM protester, you can pretty much do what you want. I mean, you can disrupt traffic, you can block freeways in a way that would get you put in jail if you were... Black Lives Matter can block freeways and get away with it for the asking, whereas uh, if you, I don't know, let's just say pro-life ministries tried to block a freeway, they'd bring out the attack dogs and the water cannon and the tear gas. First offense. Exactly. 651-289-4488. Let's go to the phones. St. Paul, John, uh, welcome to the Northern Alliance. Yeah, thanks for taking my call. 
you know, you're talking about uh, broad issues, but I want to bring up something about an issue related to civility and system failure. Absolutely. Uh, last week, last week there were three murders that I'm going to talk about. Two in Minneapolis, one in in St. Paul. I'll do it quickly. The mm-hmm. uh, first one was a uh, a young mother murdered her two month old infant. The second one was a guy stealing a car. A fellow ran after him, and he turned around and shot the guy chasing him. Yep. And this peace group said, "Well, we slowed him down." That that's a bunch of BS. And yeah. then the third one was a man in the paper who they said was off his medications and he murdered his mother. Yeah. Now here's where I go with that. There were several systems involved in all three of these men and this young mother's lives, and they failed. Yep. And they failed because they run away from this issue, and they're fearful of addressing it uh, because they don't want to be called something. Yeah. And uh, it isn't just that the police are tied down. It's that we have now enabled a total lack of civility and common sense in these social service agencies, which are really fronts for the communist or democratic party of Minnesota. For so the left, that's yeah. my comment, and, and you can respond. To you it. are absolutely it. correct, and and by the way, that is that is a larger part of this broad issue: the fact that civility, uh, or not even civility. I mean, civility is a casualty in this battle where narrative has become more important. Ad- sorry, adherence to the left's narrative has been more important than the absolute statutory constitutional moral imperative the government has to enforce order fairly justly and impartially and this doesn't happen i mean we've seen this in many cases where where people on the left who carry out crimes crimes against order crimes against people and property get treated with kid gloves whereas i mean we still have people involved in a unconscionable and completely wrong-headed riot on January 6th who are being treated like like the defendants at Nuremberg by big left here. Uh, the, the discrepancy is obvious. And the point I get at when I'm talking about civility and the rule of law is this. And this is a common meme throughout American and world history is that if people stop, if people realize they can't expect justice from the civil authorities, They'll go out and create their own justice. And that may have been what Kyle Rittenhouse was doing. I mean, people providing their own justice when they realize the state can't or won't do it. And depending on the part of your country you're in, of the country that you're in, that may or may not be a legally very dangerous thing to do. Certainly is in Minneapolis. We'll see about Kenosha. I hope maybe this week. Uh, fingers crossed right there. Uh, by the way, the Armad Arbery case, I'm seeing that being a completely different case. And the conflation of Rittenhouse and Arbery is dishonest to the point of journalistic malpractice. Not that there is any such thing. It's like calling journalistic malpractice these days is a little bit like saying used car puffery uh, on the part of used car dealers. It's, it's so common. It's the norm. Uh, so you're right. Anyway, but people start seeing to their own justice or what passes for justice. You get, you, I mean, at the very least, you get things like we saw in Minneapolis, groups of people coming out armed to protect their property. And people like Kyle Rittenhouse doing the same. Far from the only one, by the way. And the next extension beyond that is they realize they're not going to be any support from the state. So they start doing things like saying, yeah, snitches get stitches, enforcing codes of silence. Hey, if we're going to have to enforce our own justice, we're going to have to enforce our own rules. Nobody talks to the cops. Nobody talks to the prosecutors. If you do, there will be consequences, though consequences are ugly. 
The, the Italian word for that is omerta, uh, the code of silence, something you never violate because, believe me, the, the, the gang, because that's the term for it, will uh, have issue consequences that are far worse than government issues. You see where this goes here, folks, and this is not alarmism. This is not fantasy. This is human behavior. People who can't get justice from the authorities get it on their own. That is the backstory of the mob. That's the backstory of every organized crime syndicate. It starts as a quest for justice and order that the authorities won't give you, that the authorities won't provide, thus illegitimating themselves. Hey, let's go to Oakdale. Jason, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Hey, uh, you're doing a great show today, Mitch. We're, we're out here. We're listening. Um I want to say, you know, you're doing a great uh, – I just totally agree with everything about the Kyle Rittenhouse trial. Um, you know, as I switch – I look at the enemy channels like MSNBC and everything just to see their take. Yeah. You know, CNN is talking about the rise of extreme extremism, and obviously yeah. they mean people like me and you, and um, MSNBC – you know, Joyless Reed and her, you know, mutant guests, they're just, they're not just like fanning the flames of the rioters and Antifa. They're the, they're the leaders of that gang. Oh, yeah. They're, they're the ones saying if this kid, this racist kid goes free for killing all the black people named Rosenbaum that <laughs> he killed, right? Yeah. Then, he should then you should burn the city down they're they're like they're the ones that should be in jail uh, or or pulled before Congress like they want to do with Steve Bannon. They're the ones that should be pulled and questioned and say, "What did you say that created Kenosha to get burned down?" You know these are the people they're by the, the way ones that should be they should be taking the place of the people who are being maced in the cell for not wearing their mask while they drink coffee from January 6th. Absolutely. And by the way, these are the same people who say the Second Amendment should either be be, uh, abolished or have some strict limits put on it, and yet they are abusing the uh, First Amendment in in, um, amazing ways. Of course, the way to meet that is with more better speeches, is why we hear excellent points, actually, Jason. When we come back... A blast from the past and not in a good way this past week. Northern Alliance, AM 1280, The Patriot. The revolution will be televised. You can watch it in HD. And talk like a weekend warrior. From the safety of your city. The graphics won't be as realistic as Grand Theft Auto 3. Guess that makes the real on real AM 1280, The Patriot. Soaking up the sun in Fiji, walking through the sculpture garden in Minneapolis, or standing in awe at the Grand Canyon. We're where you are. Stream AM 1280, The Patriot at odyssey.com or with the free Odyssey app. Join Gene Sullivan each week on Where You Live, where he takes on... Uh, Gene, who do you take on anyway? Maniacal landlords, slippery renters, overbearing HOA boards, demanding homeowners. Oh, and the legislative lunacy brought on by local politicians wanting to fix everything for us. It's a common sense perspective on the news and stories that affect you the most right where you live. Join Gene Sullivan every Saturday morning at 10 a.m. on AM 1280, The Patriot. 
There's confusion about how to protect yourself from COVID. One thing is certain, whether you're vaccinated or not, you need an accurate thermometer to check for fever, the leading sign of flu and COVID. Be vigilant and contact your medical provider at the first sign of fever. Don't rely on non-contact thermometers that have no scientific studies. Only the Exergen Temporal Scanner Thermometer has been proven accurate in more than 100 clinical studies. Learn more at exergen.com. High school sports are as American as apple pie. And going to a game or meet is a chance to see the stars of tomorrow shine today. But as anybody who's ever attended a high school sporting event in Minnesota knows, you can't have the stars without the stripes. High schools are currently looking for new officials in almost every sport. Who looks good in stripes? Anybody looking for a way to stay connected to a sport they love. If you like the idea of giving back to your community while earning a few extra bucks, chances are you'd look good in stripes too. We want to hear from you. We need to hear from you. No officials means no games. No stripes means no stars. And what kind of America would that be? Minnesota needs more high school officials. Go to highschoolofficials.com to sign up or learn more. That's highschoolofficials.com. Hear the top voices in conservative radio on your Amazon smart speaker. Now streaming AM 1280 The Patriot. Intelligent radio. Just ask Alexa to play The Patriot Minneapolis. That's Play the Patriot Minneapolis. Want to enroll your child in Christian school for half the cost? TwinCitiesTuitions.com has joined with area private schools to offer half-price tuition for your child's first year. At TwinCitiesTuitions.com, you'll see our partnering schools, an interactive map to find one in your area, and frequently asked questions about the program. Now more than ever, it's important for your child to have a biblical worldview. Get details about the half-off Christian tuition program at TwinCitiesTuitions.com. That's TwinCitiesTuitions.com. AM 1280, The Patriot, the Northern Alliance Radio Network, 651-289-4488. Hey, tired of the mainstream media? Go to SalemNewsChannel.com. That's all. All you just got to do that. Something we won't be seeing for a few months here. 651-289-4488, the number to call. Mitch Berg in for Brad Carlson. One more segment, which means literally the fun is still just uh, barely beginning here. Let's go to Minneapolis. Pat, welcome to the Northern Alliance Radio Network. You are on the air. Yes, hello. Um, I'm enjoying your topic today. I'm wondering if you're going to be taking it a bit further, and I have a, a comment about that. It seemed to me you were talking about provoking anarchy, whether it is... Um, BLM, you know, anarchy, or people defending their own property, that kind of thing. So it could be on both sides. And I believe the government is just doing it to provoke this on purpose so that because of the anarchy, that's what brings in tyranny. So then they've got a chance to come in with martial law and this kind of thing. You are thinking is the other part of that would be different kind of resistance would be the resistance that John Paul II and Reagan did to defeat communism and what Gandhi did, more of a passive kind of resistance, an underground kind of resistance rather than an open anarchy. Um, And thought you might want to comment on that. I have thought about that in the past. By the way, it's a great point, Pat. For starters, as far as the passive resistance, uh, that depends on having uh, a, a, a media that will 
depict passive, nonviolent, self-sacrificial resistance in a favorable light. It worked for Martin Luther King because the institutions of our society were fundamentally friendly to him. Likewise with Gandhi in India. I mean, as, as Dinesh D'Souza's high school history teacher said, if, um, if Gandhi had lived in Nazi Germany, he would be, and this is a direct quote, he would be a lampshade today because the institutions of a society have to be fundamentally friendly enough to portray nonviolent resistance as a virtue rather than as, a, as an aberration or something to be stomped out. That's a problem we have in this country today right now is that you think the mainstream media would favorably depict conservative nonviolent resistance? I, I urge you to remember the Tea Party, which was... Uh, conservative nonviolent resistance in a classic sense. Now, your first point, and by the way, not to say you're wrong, I'm just pointing that out, that aspect of nonviolent resistance out. To your first point, oh, absolutely. And the best example of this I know of from history is in 1933 when uh, President Paul Hindenburg of Germany uh, put together an emergency cabinet under emergency powers, uh, g- giving near total control of the German executive branch to a cabinet run by one Adolf Hitler, who was uh, the leader of the largest single party, but by no means a plurality of the power in uh, in the German cabinet at the time, in the German parliament, I should say. That move was supported by the communists, which would seem to be counterproductive since the Nazis and the communists had been <laughs> engaged in armed warfare with each other for 15 years at that point. Since the end of World War I, they had been out in the streets, sometimes shooting at each other like with actual private armies and carrying out brawls in the streets all the way up until 1933. The communists supported it. Why do you suppose that was? To basically impose an anarchy that would leave the German people so sick of the Sturm und Drang, see what I did there, of politics, so they would say, okay, strong man, and by the way, who's the best strong man? The communists, of course. Uh, come on, communists, protect us from all this politics. And leading them to be invited to take over uninhibited control of government. Well, it didn't work out that way. Hitler did it better and faster. The communists lost. The Nazis won. Eventually, Germany lost the whole thing, lost everything. Uh, but that's that's part of the strategy, getting people so sick of anarchy, so sick of freedom, and the, the stress that freedom brings, that they beg for a strong man, strong person, to come in and save them from their freedom. You're dead on right there, as it were. Uh, 651-289-4488. By the way, I'll be back next Saturday at my regular time. Brad Carlson, back to Sunday. Jack Tomzak, always here Saturdays at 3. King Banyan, Saturday mornings, 9 to 11. I, I've pointed out in the past that one of the things that started me down the road towards being a conservative, one of several, but a big one, was as a young teenager listening to Jim, Jimmy Carter's uh, speech that became known to history as the Malaise speech. It was called that not by Carter himself, but by one of the commentators later that day. Uh, you could feel the palpable malaise about uh, about that speech. And I felt it as a 14-year-old at the time, not to date myself. I guess I did. Uh, as, a, as, a, as a 14-year-old, I thought, well, you're basically saying, Mr. President, that you got yours, and I'm going to have to tighten up my belt and... and 
and and expect I will not get my seat at the table in this society that 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 the that the pie that we're splitting is going to inexorably get smaller and we're just going to have to suck it up and tough it out after you got yours mind you president carter you got to participate in a great america and you're telling me i am looking inevitably at a future of straightened uh diminished circumstance and i was i realized at that time not that i it made me a republican or a conservative took a couple of years for that but it started made me think you know something is inherently unjust here the american dream that we've been taught about since i was a little kid seems to be a big lie if this is all true i realized we could have none of it and while it took me a while to realize ronald reagan conservatism and the free markets were the path to that that's what started that and i brought that up today because We've had a couple pieces come out. A, a, our interview on MSNBC yesterday in which a uh, analyst, Ms. R- uh, Stephanie Ruley, said on Sunday today, the dirty little secret is the American public can afford inflation just fine, and they're just belly aching. Of course, you may have to cash out your 401k to pay, heat your house this winter. And another article that came out in Bloomberg today said, <clears throat> Americans learn to need to learn to live more like Europeans. Dirty little secret is, as much as the left admires Europe, they have a much lower standard of living they, they do than we do in America, across the board. And this is being seen as a virtue. Let's tighten our belts and learn to live like they do in Denmark or Germany. This is the new malaise. This is what 1979 looked like in America. Let that sink in. Pass it down to your kids and your grandkids. Thanks for tuning in. Northern Alliance Radio Network. God bless you all. God bless America. Want to earn $20 an hour part-time weekends that could help launch your career? As an Interstate Batteries part-time weekend sales associate, you'll help customers with all their battery needs. You'll learn everything about Interstate Batteries, America's number one brand. Soon, you'll be on your way to becoming a team lead, manager, or even a franchise owner. Everybody needs batteries, and Interstate Batteries needs you. Stop in today at Interstate Batteries in Burnsville or Coon Rapids. I'm Staff Sergeant Mark Anthony Madrid. Staff Sergeant Samantha Cowell. I'm Staff Sergeant Alex I'm Staff Sergeant William Lewis, and I am proud to defend my family and our nation. The Air Force Reserve is part of the story of this great nation. I'm grateful that I have a chance to wear the uniform of the heroes that went before me. I'm proud to be part of a team that helps make a difference in the world. Every day, men and women from communities across this nation serve as reserve citizen airmen. Even as technology evolves and changes, our commitment to defend and protect this nation remains steadfast. We celebrate those who have served and those who are proudly serving. We celebrate our proud history and look towards an exciting and uniting future. Our mission is to fly, fight, and win in air, space, and cyberspace. And I am proud to be a member. And I'm proud to serve in the United States. And I am proud to protect our country. Proud to serve in the U.S. Air Force Reserve. AFreserve.com At a time when misinformation is all too common on social media, we take great pride in bringing you the news that matters, that impacts your family, news you can trust. Local broadcast journalists bring you the facts, covering the stories breaking in our community and across the globe. Text RADIO to 52886 and let Congress know you depend on local journalism. This message furnished by the National Association of Broadcasters.
Hey, you still got that trick knee that starts hurting whenever the weather's going to change? Yeah, I'm feeling it that way. It's that old hockey injury. You know, an Arctic Spa all-wetter pool from Premier Pool and Spa could help you relieve some of those aches and pains. No kidding, eh? Yeah, imagine coming home from a long day at the salt mine and easing into a world of warmth and comfort. Oh, yeah, I can almost feel it. And then, when you're all limbered up, you can stay in tip-top shape with an invigorating swim. Wow, sounds like an all-weather pool from Premier Pool and Spa is a hot tub, a spa, and a pool all in one. Yeah, and because it's engineered for the world's harshest climates, it's perfect for Minnesota. Hey, maybe after a few sessions in my pool, I can actually get back on the ice again. If you mean for ice fishing... Then I would say, let's go, eh? That's probably more my speed. Hey, all-weather pools from Arctic Spa are on sale now at Premier Pool and Spa in Chanhassen. You deserve it. Premier Pool and Spa, online at premierpools.com. Celebrating two decades on air, this is AM. Three-star general Michael J. Flynn, head of the Pentagon Intelligence Agency, knew all the government's dirty secrets. He was one of the most respected generals in the military. Flynn knew what the intel world had been up to. He understood its funding. He ordered the first audit of the use of contractors. This set off alarm bells. The explosive new documentary, Flynn, deliver the truth, whatever the cost, and covers the facts behind this scandal. Flynn told the truth. He was the most dangerous person for Donald Trump to hire. I find out the worst enemy that I'm going to face in my life is right here in America. They took my assessment and they wanted me to change it. I was like, I'm not changing it. They had to get rid of Flynn. With in-depth interviews, archival footage, and never-before-seen personal records of the man behind the headlines. I just felt like I was drowning. Flynn. Deliver the truth, whatever the cost. Available now. Watch it today. Go to salemnow.com. salemnow.com.